This is the Sunday Worship Podcast. Good morning and welcome to Sunday Worship on Salvationist Radio. We'll be focusing our worship on self-denial today, which this year highlights the work of youth and children's ministry. This morning's guest is 19-year-old student Grace Moyer. Our Bible reading this morning is from Psalm 24, verse 1 to 10. And I'm reading from the NIV. The earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. For he founded it on the seas and established it on the waters. Who may ascend the mountains of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? The one who has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not trust in an idol or swear by a false god. They will receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from God their Saviour. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, God of Jacob. Lift your heads, you gates. Be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty. The Lord, mighty in battle. Lift your heads, you gates. Lift them up, you ancient doors that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the King of glory. This year, as part of our self-denial appeal, we've been focusing on children and young people and how the Salvation Army has been supporting, enabling, caring for and being transformed by young people. The resources have been so impacting as we've been watching amazing videos presented by young people about young people, raising the profile for young people from around our Salvation Army world. We've travelled from Pakistan to Moldova and to Kenya, hearing about the challenges facing young people and how the Salvation Army is supporting them. It's been great to see people of my own age on the screen being given a voice and valued for their insight. But what matters to young people today? We care about a lot of things. Education, health, finance, politics, social justice, and for many of us, top of that list is the environment. Young people care about the earth. In fact, we talk about it a lot. I was in a youth meeting recently where we focused on the climate change. An old gentleman came and spoke to me afterwards and said he really enjoyed the meeting, but said, do young people ever talk about anything else? Why do we care so much about the environment? Is it all those David Attenborough documentaries we watched as kids? Is it Greta Thunberg's fault? Or is it that we love this beautiful God-given gift, which we're excited to inherit, but want in a better condition for those who will follow us? Verse 1 and 2 of Psalm 24 reminds us of the key point in our theology of creation, that the earth is God's and all in it. He created it, everything in it. To hear some people speak, you think they created it or they own it and they can do whatever they like with it. No, the Bible says the earth is the Lord's and everything in it. He founded the seas, he established the waters. The earth does not belong to us, it belongs to God. It's a gift which we need to protect, nurture and respect. Genesis 1 instructs the first humans to rule over the earth. Some have interpreted this command into a theology which has allowed Christians to chop down forests, pollute rivers and live consumer-filled lifestyles that damage God's creation. If we rule, then we can do whatever we like, right? 
I prefer the wording in Genesis 2 verse 15, which says that humans were placed in the Garden of Eden and instructed to work it and take care of it. Not to misuse, waste or abuse the earth and its resources, but to respect, value and keep it from damage or harm. It would be easy for us to dismiss environmental issues as a waste of time. We can't really make a difference, can we? It's too far gone. Psalm 24 reminds us that this is a spiritual issue. What we do with something belonging to God matters. God sees, he knows and he honours our reaction and our efforts. When we think of self-denial, we often think of giving up chocolate or um, popping spare cash into an envelope. But what if our commitment to self-denial went further than that? What if we really challenged ourselves? We could go to a fair trade only on our coffee. We could recycle more. We could donate unwanted items for reuse and stop buying single-use plastic. It's worth a thought. But Psalm 22 is about, 24 is about more than honouring and respecting God's earth. There is something else God created which he wants us to honour, respect and value. Ourselves. Psalm 24 isn't all about respecting the earth. In verse 3, the psalmist starts to talk about something else created by God. Us. Humankind. Verse 3 asks some powerful questions about our place in the grand scheme of things, asking who can get close to God and who can get near him. It's not unusual for some of us to have feelings of being unworthy of God's love, to feel we're not good enough to be near him. We tell ourselves we have to be perfect. We must have it all sorted out before we can approach him. We undervalue ourselves, holding ourselves up to some imaginary Christian example, which we simply can't reach alone. We hear a lot about how important it is to value the earth God has created, to respect it and to nurture it. Do we apply the same respect value and love to ourselves and the others around us? When we look at the environment and the climate, we ask, how can we make it flourish? We should also ask ourselves the same question. What do I need to do to flourish? What am I surrounding myself with? What feeds me? What brings me light, nourishment? Verse four, there's two things needed for getting close to God. One who has clean hands and a pure heart. What does that mean? It means someone who is clean in their actions and in their motive. The way we live, the things we surround ourselves with, the choices we make and the reasons we make them are all seen by God. Verse 4 goes on to add that we need to be one who doesn't worship idols or false gods. There are many things we place importance on in this day and age. Success, money, image, all these can become idols in our lives. The psalm urges us to reject false gods and worship God alone. Verse 5 to 6 from the message phrase says beautifully what happens when we do this. God is at their side. With God's help, they make it. This, Jacob, is what happens to God seekers and God questers. Get close to God, seek God, go on a quest for God and he will be at our side and guide us. Self-denial is a great opportunity to consider how we are seeking after God on a personal level as well as a corporate level. What do we need to give up that is unhealthy, which we need to lay before God this self-denial time? Do we need to go without something we enjoy so we can give more financially or rearrange our time and our priorities so we can volunteer at our church or local centre more? We need to think 
beyond the giving up chocolate stereotype and let God really challenge us to make a difference in our actions and in our motives. When we love the earth and see it as God's given gift for us to cherish, it changes how we view our life choices and the way we treat it. When we love ourselves and value ourselves as God's precious creation, it turns us into God-seekers, God-questers, who can do extraordinary things for his glory. Shall we pray? Dear God, as we consider this self-denial season and what we can do to care for all your creation, the world we live in and everything in it, guide us to live more God-centered lives. Challenge us to be braver and help us to make positive changes that will continue after self-denial season and into our futures, that we might seek you, quest for you, and see ourselves and this earth as you see them. Yeah.
you can make your offering this self-denial Sunday via salvationist.org.uk. Thank you for joining us at Salvationist Radio. We pray you've been truly blessed.